Welcome to the Mud Talk Podcast, where you can hear thoughts from potters and ceramic artists around the world. A new topic each episode to improve our craft, grow our businesses, and discover new perspectives. We want to hear from you. My name is Brandon Schwartz, but you can call me Fuzzy. All right, first off, I wanted to say thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it, especially if you've listened to previous episodes and have come back for more. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, Just before I started recording this episode, I checked the podcast stats, and it said there have been over 1,000 downloads. That is just amazing to me. That isn't a lot in the grand scheme of things, but I feel like I've barely figured out what I'm doing here so far. So thank you for your support. This is episode 7. The question for this episode was, what is the hardest thing about being a potter or ceramic artist? And this is a fascinating topic, and I can't wait for you to hear some of these great responses. There were so many comments that I couldn't include them all. Maybe because everybody struggles with something, or maybe it's just because it's such a personal topic and there are no wrong answers. I guess everyone feels like they can relate. Whatever it is, thank you to everyone who took the time to share their thoughts on Instagram and Facebook. The show notes for this episode and all the other episodes can be found at expertclay.com. It's free to sign up for the email list to find help with something you are struggling with, or help other people with something they are struggling with. At the end of the episode, you'll hear how to get a free download with five ideas that I have used to make the most of my time in the studio, one of my biggest struggles. As I was reading through these comments, I sorted them into categories to make processing them just a little bit easier. First, we'll talk about struggles with the process, then time and balance, then running a business, and the physicality of working with clay. We'll also hear some other miscellaneous struggles, and I'll share some of my favorite responses. At the end, I'll share 10 things that I keep in mind when I struggle with something. So let's get to the responses. Making pots is pretty complicated, and there is a lot to learn. Some potters struggle with part of the process. Many people, including Zivar, Francois, Andre... Clay Wish Sweden, Potter in Hawaii, Sometimes Sam, Sometimes Paige, Jack Degnan, and Amadia14 all mentioned glazing in one way or another. Don Rank Pottery said, I have a continuing dislike for pulling handles on mugs. Boxenberg said, Kilns, and transporting fragile things that haven't been fired yet because you've cleverly decided to make something at home without thinking about how you're going to get it to the studio in one piece. Etgesk said shrinkage in the kiln. Time management was a really popular response. It seems like a lot of potters are part-time potters and work a regular job to produce a steady income. I bet if we had a survey, most potters don't make 100% of their income just from selling pots. And with the lengthy process that clay requires, it's going to be tough to keep everything balanced. Wildfire Pottery Pen said, I have a full-time job outside the studio. Because of this, the hardest thing for me is finding the amount of time I feel is adequate in the studio. Ryder Ceramics said, Time. I never have enough time. For instance, when I have a show or a deadline for a large amount of work, 
I am constantly underestimating the time it takes for making, drying, firing, glazing, and firing again. I feel like I never have enough, especially now with a baby sidekick, and documenting and listing to sell on Etsy. That is another full-time job in itself. I feel, with the amount of time are we artists put into our craft, we should be millionaires at this point. Terry Huffaker said, Right now it is that I only get to do it one day a week. I have a kick wheel and a small electric kiln, but no place to set them up. Crying emoji. But I am so grateful for the one day per week. Viv Ceramics said, Not having time to work on my own artwork. I'm a BFA student, and I know my skills are developing, but I feel like I have lost my developments in my own work. I want to evolve, but I don't have the time to dedicate to it. Peach Bottom Pottery said, Wearing so many hats. Ann Augustin Pottery said, I'm a full-time solo potter. The hardest thing for me is balancing the creative side, studio work, with the necessary administrative tasks marketing, finances, customer service, etc. Fern Street Pottery said, Balancing my time, pacing myself, taking on too much. Little Pottery Shop said, I tend to take on more than I can chew because I want to do it all. Balancing making my own work, teaching three days a week, running our retail store, and also taking care of my own personal needs gets exhausting. I really need about nine to ten days in a week to fit it all in. Octopus Ceramics said, Having time to make things while balancing school, extracurriculars, college prep, family time, etc. Pitchpine Pottery said, Work-life balance. Working for yourself is incredibly rewarding, but also easy to never take a break. Trying to explain why I can't just paint a custom order with this exact color swatch for the glaze, explaining why the process takes so long. William Baker Pottery said, Juggling. William, I'm pretty sure you mean doing all the different things a potter has to do, but if you have a video of yourself juggling mugs or clay or tools, we would love to see that. Some people are so focused on the clay that it's hard to make time for other things. Jeannie Baker 63 said, I tend to lose track of time when I'm working with clay. The hardest thing is making time for all the things I don't want to do and walking away from the workbench. Tim C. Clay said, Making time for other things in my life. I feel I could make pots in the studio for months on end if I didn't need to eat. I have a wife, family, cat, house, and gardens that I love too, and they all need attention. Another Seattle artist said, Actually taking days off for self-care, and then feeling guilty when I do take a day off. Being self-employed is great. You can work any 60 hours per week you want. I'm trying to get on a schedule where I give myself at least one day off a week, but it's hard. And taxes. Four years into self-employment, and they are still terrifying, and I'm still only mostly hoping I'm doing them right. There were a lot of responses about business being the biggest struggle. Let's start with promotion. Lori Landry Pottery said, promoting my own work. And Pathway Pottery said, marketing myself. Catherine Daniel Ceramics said, getting enough people to actually see what I make. Salzanos said, I just want to create and find it hard to promote my creations. Actually, promotion is a full-time job, and if finance is allowed, someone with that talent should do it. Salzanos, I agree. If you can make it work, it would be ideal to pass off certain things to other people and focus on the things you enjoy or do well. 
There were also plenty of responses from people who have a hard time with sales. Bianca Colangelo said, Selling enough pots to afford a place to make pots. Studio 2 Ceramics said, Art fairs. Getting into them, designing the booth, sitting there and talking to a bazillion strangers, watching them walk by. Ugh. Art fairs. Mary Janelle said, This was such a good question, and reading the responses made me feel like I'm not alone. For me, right now, I have decisions to make. Do I wholesale into stores, gift shops? I have five interested. And have to make sell volume because I'm sharing 30 to 50% with consignment stores? Or do I only do direct sales and make the full amount, but perhaps sell less? These kind of big decisions that define a business's goals cloud creativity for me. If my job was just playing with clay, that'd be easy. But there's a, the whole, what do you do with it after you make it part of pottery? That's where the income comes from. That is a challenge for us creatives. Mepifano said, Promoting and selling the work is the hardest for me because most people don't know about or understand the process of ceramics and therefore can't appreciate the effort, the craftsmanship, and ultimately the value-price relation. Woodward Pottery said, The business side. Accounting, selling, records, ugh. Sunny Dieter, 11, said, When my family pesters me about selling my pieces, but I don't have the confidence to do so. And Chrissy Brown Sculpture said, Pricing my work. It's so difficult to have the confidence to try to sell for what people say it's worth. There were also a few responses about physical ailments. Jericho Studio Pottery said, My aching wrists when I center big pieces. Sky Jones said, Surgery on both wrists. Lucy Fagella said, I love reading all these comments from people at different stages of their careers. For me, the two hardest parts, the physicality of being a potter. In one sense, I love it, but as I age, I just ache after a long day. If I would learn to pull myself away sooner from making, to do other parts of the job that I don't enjoy as much, paperwork, maybe I wouldn't be so tired at the end of the day. Olesny said, Number one, neglect the physical fitness, taking care of back and tendonitis issues so they don't hamper production. And two, taxes. And three, marketing. In that order. Anna Main said, So interesting to read all these comments. So much to think about. I am new to the craft and I still have yet to learn so many things. But to me the hardest so far is lifting heavy bags of clay. Not easy at all. Haha, <laughs> I need muscles. I'm also including a category called other people. These responses were mostly about dealing with people that are not potters. D. Taylor's ATM said... The hardest part of being an artist is being yourself when others want you to be like someone else. M. Daily Studios said, Hiding my disappointed expression when I am displaying my original work and someone needs to tell me I need to make blank. Incense holders, bongs, sports mugs, hearts that say hope, or cups like at the blankety-blank store. Awful. Muddy Hands 789 said, Holding my tongue when someone enters my booth and tells me that I should make something that is obviously outside of my style is one of the most difficult things that I do because they have no idea what they are really doing is outright insulting me. Would they appreciate it if I showed up at their workplace, started telling them how to do their job without me having any background or formal education in their chosen profession? No. Ceramic Bianca said convincing non-clay friends that studio time is not just hobby time where you can come and go as you please. 
It's meditation time, leave me alone time, nurturing creativity time, work and play time, screwing up and learning time. Flaming Mushrooms said, everyone always telling me that being a ceramicist isn't a practical career path. Benjamin W. from Facebook said, being taken seriously in the art world. Working on my MFA, I was constantly told functional objects are not art. Of course, those professors didn't like the fact that potters can make a living right away without the university connections they desperately needed to sell art and boost their egos. Still, years later, I can practically sell out at a show, and a non-functional ceramics artist will always win best in ceramics, even though they aren't selling at all. Most people don't realize it's difficult to make a well-functioning artistic pot. Here are a few more responses that didn't fit into any of the other categories. Carol Clarkson said, Staying focused. There are so many options. One needs to find a form and glaze that is their own. Sandy Vanderwick said, Narrowing it down. Blue Lotus Pottery said, Being patient and staying focused. I am relatively new to this art, and there are so many things I want to try. I feel like I am all over the place, and it takes so long to see my end results. Bairdware Pottery said, Self-criticism, time, pulling a handle that I like, getting $50 for a mug. Ratbag Studios said, Staying true to my artistic goals and building some resilience to knockbacks. Bobby141 said, Deciding which kiln to buy. It's a huge purchase, and I can't get anywhere to view them without them just delivering it and saying, here you go. Robin Lambright said, not having a wheel, kiln, and proper studio space at my home. Longing for the space to begin acquiring the needed equipment. Jeff Zarzi said, keeping the studio clean and organized. Ugh, I just had that tool a second ago. Two Frog Studio said, quest for originality. We are so inspired by everything we see that one cannot possibly be able to give credit to self or just to one. Maybe that's not a bad problem to have, but I find it hard to define a singular voice within my work that is recognizable as my own. So the quest is search for identity? Iker Bonsai Potts said, Defining your voice, keeping your voice, but keeping it fresh. Inspired Clay said, Being torn between pottery and finding a profession that will be stable. I'm 22 and trying to get my ducks in a row. Blackberry Creek Pottery said, easy up tense. DM Pottery said, self-discipline and making ends meet. Patricia Trainer said, waiting for the kiln to cool down before you can open it. Martha H. of Facebook said, clean up, LOL. David Van Mersbergen said, the hardest thing is a completely dried out bag of clay. Someone didn't close it tight. I love that literal response. These last few responses were my personal favorites. Clay by Laura said, I think marketing and sales are the hardest for me. It is necessary, time-consuming, and hard because selling yourself, through your art, exposes you to possible rejection. I like this response by Laura a lot. I think it gets more to the root of why we struggle with some things. I know for sure that I have struggled with fear of failure in many areas of my life. From trying a new technique to selling my work, I get scared that I'll fail, that people will reject me. They may not like my stuff. They may make fun of me. They may make signs and protest because I'm some kind of imposter. Okay, so that's usually where I start to realize how silly my thoughts have become. 
Really, to be more logical, what's the the worst thing that can happen? Probably someone won't like my work. Haters are going to hate and all that. But I've started to realize that not everyone is going to like my work. And that's okay. So I'm making progress. For example, starting this podcast and the Expert Clay site really freaked me out at first. But then I thought, well, what's the worst that can happen? And whatever that is pales in comparison to the opportunity to help other people. Katie Miller Ceramics said, Creativity is cyclical like many things in life. I think the hardest part is staying motivated and knowing when you're at a low, there will be a high again. I'm trying to shift my expectations and remember the successful moments rather than focus on the struggle. There's a lot of struggle, but it can't be a distraction. Katie, this is a fantastic response. There are going to be tough times, but you know what they say. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. If you expect to struggle sometimes, I found that it usually makes it easier to deal with it when it comes. When you find yourself in a low time, it could mean that there are new highs just on the other side. You just have to decide if you want to show up every day and get through the dip or quit and do something else. Seth Godin has a short book called The Dip that explores these ideas. It's an easy read, but could help you get through some of the some struggles that you deal with. Marzipana said, All of the above, I can identify with just about every frustration mentioned here but mostly with not having enough time to spend working and perfecting what I do. I can also say one of the hardest things is when you've spent hours and hours, even days, working on a piece, and then it cracks in the firing. I think I can honestly say that I've struggled at some point with just about everything that was mentioned here as well. I've struggled with centering, pulling walls, and just making decent pots, especially when I was starting out. I've struggled with glazing, Uh, Especially when I was trying to brush down those glazes out of those darn little pint-sized containers. I still get a cramp in my hands sometimes when I throw big pots. I've also struggled with the confidence to put my pots out into the world. I still struggle with promoting my work. But as my work has gotten better, I've gained confidence. And I've noticed the promotion has gotten a little easier. My biggest struggle now is the same struggle that a lot of people face. Finding balance or just having enough time to make pots. So considering all this, I've tried to think of a few things that have helped me with my own struggles and some of the other struggles that were already mentioned. These are pretty general, so they won't all work for you, and you may have to adapt some to your specific situation, but here are my top 10 tips to deal with common struggles that we face as potters and ceramic artists. Number one is adopt a growth mindset. I feel like this is the most important thing to do when you struggle with something, Just remember that the more you do something, the better you can get at it. Nobody is expected to be perfect at something the first time. Number two is break big scary things down into smaller, less scary steps. I try to break down the big things until they are smaller tasks that can be finished in one block of time. And then number three is do the first step right now without thinking about it. Don't get analysis paralysis. Just get it done. You can always make changes later. And then to go along with this tip, number four is fake it till you make it. Just keep going. Even if you're not completely sure you are doing exactly the right thing, keep getting things done. If you at least know you are headed in the right direction, probably the worst thing that will happen is that you'll have to start this part over. But you'll still be farther along than if you did nothing because you'll know what not to do and you'll have a much better idea about what to do next time. 
And the number five thing that, that I found that helps when you struggle with something is find a mentor. If you really have no idea about something or want to cut down on research time, find someone that has already done it before. Number six is keep amazing records. I've never regretted keeping good records. It may take a little extra time initially, but it has saved me a lot of time in the long run on several occasions. This also makes the next tip a little bit easier, which is number seven, reflect on what works and what doesn't. Go back and compare results from different ways you have done things. Then, obviously, if you find something that works, do more of that. If you find something that doesn't work as well, do less of that. The number eight thing that you can try if you struggle with something is outsource anything you can. If you can have someone else do something that you don't do well or don't like to do, let them do it. This will let you focus more time and energy on the things that you enjoy and do well. Number nine is take care of yourself. Staying healthy can help with many things, including increased focus, stronger bodies and less pain, more energy, and just plain feeling better. It's a lot easier to deal with struggles if you feel great. And the number 10 and last tip that I think about when I struggle with something is become a time management ninja. There are three habits that have really helped me take advantage of the time that I have, and these are scheduling everything, prioritizing tasks, and limiting time for each task. If you haven't been to the Expert Clay blog, check it out sometime. I'm starting a series of articles about how I make the most of my time in the studio. And you can get a free checklist to stay productive with the time you have. All you have to do is sign up for the email list at expertclay.com to get that checklist. Uh, check the show notes for a link. And don't forget the struggle is real. But sometimes the struggle is what makes us better. We all struggle with something, but as Mary Janelle said, we are not alone. There are probably plenty of people that struggle with the same thing you do. That's one reason I created Expert Clay, to connect people that have similar struggles so we can overcome those struggles together. Thank you to all of you who have left a comment on the Mud Talk Monday posts, and thanks for all of you for listening. In the next episode, we'll hear questions that you would love to ask another potter or ceramic artist. Until then, embrace the struggle and stay muddy.